You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, you're not going to freeze up, are you? I don't know. We're going to be in front of a lot of people that maybe have never seen us. This is a pretty fancy event. It is fancy. It's a, it's a big fancy thing. I don't even have anything fancy to wear. Well, oh my gosh. Because I've, I mean, you... I've gone through all my fancy clothes. Well, I don't no, really... the, well, A, you need to fancy yourself up a little bit. But also, I mean... You How get, does one fancy up there, themselves What if they up? ask you a question and you just freeze and sit there <gasps> Will and stare? Will you stop oh, it? Oh, that'd be the worst. Oh, that's going to be awful. Okay, let's not have that happen because then that's going to be awkward. Thanks, Greg. Thanks for putting that into my mind. Okay, well, no, I'm sure you won't do it. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Exillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network <gasps> and then available via podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I know I just did it. You, it got into my head. It got into my head. Oh. Oh my gosh, you're freezing up. That's because like... we were recording those things today, and you were just seamless. And this morning, I could not speak for uh, the life of me. And then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Good thing and we're going you. on a show to talk about podcasting th- when we can't actually talk. <laughs> thank you for finding us. All right, all right. This is, uh, okay, that, see, now that's what we can't do. What I just did there, that's what you can't do when it comes time to it. All right, uh, we got a bunch of stuff we're going to talk about today, including um, what we're referencing here at the beginning. So we'll get to that here in a minute. We're talking about a... And an awesome show that we are going to be a part of on Saturday. And uh, we'll tell you all about that in a minute. I do want to say this. We do have a brand new sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. And that is Backblaze. And you are a huge fan of theirs. I use it because of your recommendation. Yes. So Backblaze is basically a system to back up everything on your computer. So uh, this summer, I don't know if you remember, I, uh, I had a computer break. <laughs> a friend accidentally dropped my computer and uh, smashed it and... I lost everything on the computer because I had forgotten to put Backblaze on it. I'd only had the computer for like a month and a half or two months, but had a lot of valuable information on there that was not recoverable (laughs) because I hadn't put Backblaze on it. Had I done that, it would have been all fine and I could have downloaded it. So Backblaze is a system you download on your computer. It's a subscription. uh, You you buy it for the year and it just does it in the background. It it backs up everything you have online. And it's away from your computer. Away from your computer. So you you can destroy your computer or your computer can crash or be destroyed as it happens, but all of your pictures, your data, everything will be safely backed up, and then you just get, whenever you have your, your new device, you download it all right back onto that. So it's Backblaze. You go to FunEmploymentRadio.com, and this is the way, the key thing here for us. Go to FunEmploymentRadio.com, and there's a link there on the right-hand side of the page for Backblaze. Try it. You can get a free trial and test it out. I think it's 30 days. I don't even think you need a credit card or anything to try it out. Mm-hmm. And you can see what it is that it does, and trust me, it's one of those things where you don't think you'll ever need it until, until you, you need, need it, it, and then you'll be really glad that you have it. Let me tell you, my dear friend Heather is working on her dissertation, and she had um, like just a regular backup system mm-hmm. attached to her computer, and it fizzed out like one day, and it wasn't working anymore. Like an external hard drive? An external hard drive thing. It just stopped working. But thankfully, she had it saved on her computer, but she's like, I can't lose my dissertation that I've been working on you know, for eight years. So she actually has Backblaze, and that's why she was just like, this makes me feel at ease. Like I have you know, hundreds of pages of, you know, of documents that mm-hmm. I know are somewhere else. If Safely my computer secure, just goes somewhere away. else. Nobody can get access to them except yeah. for We can't you. rave about it enough. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. It's peace so, of mind. Funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Backblaze uh, link right there. Save yourself some worry in the future. All well, right. Speaking of worry. All right. Speaking of worry. Yes, indeed. So joining us here in just a little bit is going to be our friend Alex Falcone. Now, Alex has been on the show before. He's a comedian extraordinaire here in town. And on top of that, 
him and uh, his co-host Bree Pruitt, who you guys all know Bree from the Comedy Showcase and many appearances on this show. Uh, they have their own late night talk show, a live late night talk show here in Portland called Late Night Action with Alex Falcone and Bree Pruitt. Yeah, conveniently <laughs> enough, their names are on there. Previously named people. So Late Night Action at latenightaction dot com. It takes place. Um, well, this Saturday is the, the one that we're going to be on Saturday, January tenth at Mississippi Studios, which is a very fancy venue, and. They have invited Sarah and I to be two of the key guests on this weekend's show. Yeah, so, so it's, basically, it's almost like uh, like a you know any kind of late night show. So it has like a musical guest. I think they're comedians, and they yeah. have like a couple interviews with people. We're and the Greg interviews. and I are going to be interviewed. Yeah, we're the interviews. Which I mean, this is this is legit. What they do is um, it's very well renowned around town, and they're like mm-hmm. two amazing people. And I. I'm super intimidated because, as we've talked about before, I get really nervous when I'm on stage, which I just need to – my New Year's resolution, I think, needs to be just to get over it. Yeah. You know, we've been doing – I've been in radio and broadcasting and podcasting, whatever, for a long time now. I think I just need to get the fuck over it mm-hmm. and just start to try to feel comfortable. So this is going to be the time where I try to feel comfortable and not freeze up. So it's going to be live on stage in front of lots of people. And in front of people that maybe have not heard of us before, because as we were saying, this is kind of a classy venue. Yes, it is. And it's a classy, you know, show. And it's a classy show. Yeah, I mean they they've already did one. They did one at the Portland Art Museum not very they long sure ago. They sure did. Part of late night action, so it's it's a classy thing, and we are going to be a part of it. And that's why I'm saying, you know, you you can't freeze up during this. Thanks, Greg. You just you can't. Like, what happens? Like, what happens if he just asks you a question? Like, so Sarah, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh God. See, that that would be the wrong answer right there. No, I won't say that then. I don't know. Like, I have to – I need to – what I'm going to do before is, like, write out the answers in my mind because I want to be as succinct and as likable as possible. So when people (laughs) – you know, if people are watching us in the audience, they're like, who the fuck are these schlubs? Why Uh are they they up there? Right. So I need to make us sound grandiose but at the same time sound classy. Mm Mm-hmm. And well spoken, since that's right. what we do for our you yes, know, for indeed. Our trade. Just like I did at the beginning of the mm-hmm. show. Yeah, when you totally flubbed the intro. That yes, you've exa- done, exactly like, like over, that. Yeah, that is an, times. See, I just did that for an example of what not to do. That was what my secret motive of that was. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just telling you after the fact. I'm that's... just making a decision. I'm not going to be afraid anymore. Okay. Because you know what? Like even at the listener party when we were up on stage, uh, I, if you weren't there, you wouldn't have heard me mention it. And I don't think we talked about it on the show. But uh, when we were on stage. During our five-year anniversary listener party. <laughs> oh, Sarah, I'm just going to say it right now. So in the live chat, because, of course, we do broadcast live and podcast this show, uh, we have a live chat. If you're a subscriber and Nipples in the live chat said, are you implying your regular listeners aren't classy? Oh, no. Hell no. Our regular listeners are the motherfucking shit. Like, our listeners are our family. We love you guys. What I'm saying is that these people might possibly have probably not have heard of us. Uh-huh. And so this is going to be a different crowd. It's like a first impression. This is a first impression. No, okay. our our listeners are number one first and foremost. I'm saying that this is the kind of clientele that I believe will be there. Right. So it's not saying one is different than the other. I'm saying these so, are people that are used to, you know, to going to Mississippi Studios and seeing all kinds of like, you know, fancy musicians and things play. And then there's Greg and I who do, you know, a podcast <laughs> that we started in his spare bedroom. <laughs> well, that's where it started. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. That's true. No, no, I'm sorry. In no way would you – please don't ever think – like <laughs> I don't appreciate each and every one of you. I'm saying I don't feel classy enough. Yeah, I can tell like, you're already nervous. I am. You're already like kind of kind of forget. So now here's the other thing though. I'm going to have to spend like six hours trying to get ready and then I'm going to paint my nails and they're going to be chipped and now then you, I'm going to wear nylon and I'm going to rip them. Then you can't freeze up. Uh-huh. But then on, the, on top of that though, you can't like over talk. 
and just keep on talking and talking and, and you know, overdo it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's got to be some kind of balance in there. <laughs> there's got to be a balance. So I don't, I don't know what we're going to do. I do want to say this. I'm super excited for the musical guest because the musical guest on the night that we're going to be there is – if you're not from Portland, you may not know who he is. He goes by the name of Cool Nuts. Yes, Cool Nuts, N-U-T-Z. Okay, but I've seen cool the Nuts, name Cool Nuts. I don't really know who Cool Nuts – is that a band or a person? Cool Nuts is a rapper from okay. Portland, and he is – he's kind of like a legendary Portland Portland rapper. I mean, he, and he, he's beyond Portland, too. He's he's known beyond Portland, of course, but uh, he's uh, – He's a pretty cool dude. Like I worked with him briefly when I worked at Jammin 107.5. Jammin 107.5. Jammin 107.5. Um, he probably doesn't remember me, but but he did. He did a so show. So are on the you weekends. going to be awkward when you come to him and be like, "Hey, hey, cool nuts." Do hey, you remember, remember me? Remember, remember me? I was on Jammin uh, same time that, that you were on Jammin too. And, and no, I, I don't know what I'm going to say to him because I, I doubt he remembers me. So that's going to be kind of awkward if I did bring it up. So I'll just have to introduce myself as though we've never met. Maybe maybe he remembers. I don't know. Uh, but he's he's really really good. Awesome. He's very good. And so it's, so we're sharing the bill with a uh, we're sharing with the bill with awesome cool talent. nuts. Yeah, that's kind of weird. That's kind of that's kind of odd because I mean I've known his name for twenty years. Yeah. So. Well, now I feel bad. I don't want anyone to think I wasn't calling them classy. I'm calling myself not classy. <laughs> Somebody says uh, I should challenge him to a rap battle. That's probably not the best thing I can oh, do. Oh, sweet baby Jesus! I'm going to suggest that to Alex. When no, he gets that is not. <laughs> I am not. That would. <laughs> I would be. I would just be insulting to Cool Nuts if I were to say. Hey, I know. Hey, I cool won't nuts, do it. Let's have a rap battle. Me and oh, you. Oh, that would be so embarrassing. I mean, I have won a rap battle. I could bring that up. Okay, let's not be too hasty with I, our words. I did. I won a rap battle. I won a rap battle earlier this year or last year. <laughs> um, you know, I, I guess I could. No, I'm not going to bring that up. That would be so embarrassing. <gasps> you have to say, hey, hey, Cool Nuts, guess what? I, hey, I totally won a rap battle I, this past year. See, that's more what I'm worried about. I'm going to be all like, hi, 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 Cool Nuts. Remember me? I worked at Jam at the same time you did. Um, I, you, you're a real good rapper. You know, I won a rap battle this year. And that was don't that was pretty cool. I mean, yeah, I don't know if you want to. Don't try to bond with was, anybody by saying that you. Be, was, and you know how much I love versus. Scott Daly. You won in a rap battle against Scott Daly. So I still won. I still it doesn't won. matter. It's the whitest rap battle in the history of Portland. It really was. Oh man, maybe the history history of anywhere. I think in the history of anywhere, anywhere in the entire world. <laughs> <laughs> it would it would not be a battle. It would just be embarrassing. That that's. That would it would be akin to like me challenging um, uh, I don't know Lamarcus to a uh, like one on one one on one or something you know yeah it's it's just it's not gonna it, it really it's not the same not gonna fly not the same thing no I'd rather just pick on the Scott Dallies of the world I'll challenge them because then I can I can rap battle him well what are you I mean how are you going to respond are you nervous at all uh, well now I am now that I'm thinking about that. Mm-hmm. And now that you know you can't, that you're flubbing the basic of uh, the most I know, basic I've of intros. I know I flubbed our intro that I, I've said like twelve over what what episode are we on twelve hundred and fifty three or something like that. Yep. Uh, yeah, I've said it that many times, and yeah, I just I just flubbed it, it right just, now. Blah, blah, blah. Blah. Yeah. yeah, just kind of came out. I don't know. That's my responsibility, Greg. Well, we'll find out uh, more about what's going to be going on on Saturday because Alex is going to be in here in, in just a few minutes, and uh, we'll talk about it then. So awesome. Late night action. Well, uh, before be he gets here and before we uh, have to go back to being a little classy, even though it is being a, a good point is being brought up by Bean in the chat at funemploymeradio.com slash live, where she's saying you probably don't have to worry about being so classy if you're on the stage with somebody who has the name Nuts, <laughs> 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 which makes me feel a little better, actually. All right. All right. Although this is an established performer. Yes. Yes, he is. As are we. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. We are. Just uh, just not. I, I'm. Should I challenge him to a rap battle? No. Would that be fun? God, no. Okay. That would not be fun for anybody. All right. 
Except for I maybe do, people who would my, want to see you horribly humiliate I could do my Crocodile Dungee persona. Oh, I've never debuted him. Don't you dare. Crocodile Dungee is my Australian rapper. Uh, it, like alter ego. Crocodile Dungee. That ain't a knife. That's so much worse than what you were talking about initially. Hi, what's up, Cool Nuts? Don't use a fake accent. Hello, my friends. Well, <laughs> my name is Sarah Hark Stillen. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, have you been striving to have the perfect uh, perfect bikini butt for the summer? Ew. Well, let me tell you, there's a new product that's out. You grossed me out, and it's my own butt. <laughs> there's a new product that's out that might be able to help you with that dream that you're trying to achieve, mm-hmm. Greg Nibbler. Mm. And it's called the butt facial. Oh, what? Yes, the oh. butt pit facial is... What is this that we're... Let me, no, it's not anything... Uh, okay. Not anything sorted. All right. It's called the butt facial. Now, this is uh, affordable... Or not affordable, but available in the United States for a mere $500. And the butt facial is designed to provide, uh, designed to provide you a tip-top tush. Now, body-conscious beachgoers are spending up to $500 on the butt facial uh, that promises to enhance their buttocks. So the treatment uh, is the new beauty craze to come out of New York City. The Big Apple. Apple bottom. How, Butts. How exactly does this... Okay, so it's a 40-minute procedure that uses lasers, chemical peels, and moisturizers to tone and smooth the skin. Again, $500 uh, for 40 minutes. The procedure, uh, as if you want to order, it's called the Tip Top Tush Treatment, is available in New York by uh, a man named Dr. Matthew Shulman. So uh, there is a happy person who did this. Her name is Judith Liriano. Now, she had the procedure done to rid her bottom of cellulite, dimples, and dark spots. Now, Judith said every girl wants to feel confident or I think Judith's being a little um, a little sexist here. I think every girl, and possibly a lot of guys, uh, want to feel confident when they're on the beach. And before she tried the booty facial, <laughs> she calls it the booty facial. That's really not okay. She wasn't as confident as she is now. Uh, now she said, uh, you know, $500 might seem steep, but I don't think say, you can put a price tag on looking good and feeling good. If you put that term into the description for the show today, I'm going to guess it's going to get blocked by a lot of servers. <laughs> I'm not going to put booty put facial in. in. No, so uh, Judith goes on to say, I feel great. I love the results. My butt looks better. It even has has an even color. What was wrong with her butt to begin with? No. Uh, is more toned and feels so much further uh, firmer than it did before. So uh, what happens in this $500 treatment is first, uh, a special exfoliating scrub is massaged onto the buttocks to get rid of the dead skin. Then a laser treatment with radio frequency follows, smoothening and contouring the skin. Yeah. And finally, a special firming moisturizer is applied when the laser treatment is finished. All for only $500, guys. Wow. $500. Next up. A Florida man has been arrested after being found inside of a local drug store. A drug store. I can't talk today. You've done this to me. See? you got to get this out now. I've got to get this out now. I have a few days for it. Um, Alex Florida is going to come in here. He's going to be like, ah, never mind. I changed my mind. I know, right? Yeah. Anyway, a Florida man uh, from Lutz, Florida, has been arrested after he was found in a local drugstore, completely naked, sleeping on a pile of doggy beds. 
Yes, Jeremiah, Patter- Jeremiah Patterson, uh, 22, allegedly entered a CVS store, which is, of course, their drug stores. Yeah, it's kind of like a Walgreens type it of thing. It is like a Walgreens. Uh, so Jeremiah Patterson went into a CVS store around 8 p.m., let's see, this past weekend, went into the men's room and dropped his pants. Uh, once he was completely naked, witnesses say that he walked out of the bathroom and straight to the pet aisle. He knew where he was going. Then he allegedly grabbed... Not one, not two, but three doggy beds. Took them to the men's room, <laughs> laid them out, and laid on top of them naked. Now, uh, Jeremiah... You just laid there, like taking a nap? He, uh, he was taking a naked nap in the men's room at the CVS store. All right. Jeremiah Patterson is now facing charges for lewd or lascivious exhibition. He's also charged with retail petty theft, since the store can no longer sell the soiled doggy beds. Now, he remains locked up on $10,000 bond. Wow. I don't even know how I would respond if I walked into a bathroom and saw that. Like, what do you what do you do? There was What's that your first one time step? when I walked into the Fred Meyer in Bremerton. Remember, I saw that girl dyeing her hair. Yeah. Where I thought it was like, I'm like, is she like the female version of the fugitive? Is she trying to escape somebody? Because she was like full on dyeing her hair in the public restroom. It was very weird. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm still. I can't get out of the mental image of it. Now I'm just kind of stuck with it. No, don't. The mental don't image think of some guy laying naked. I mean, I bet it's comfortable. On doggy beds? Yeah, it's probably. I don't very know if they're like the big squishy ones. Yeah. I don't know. Well, he's um. Yeah, so he's remaining locked up on ten thousand dollars bond. Next up, out of New Jersey. Now this is something you'll be familiar with. This is out of Lodi, New Jersey. I think it's Lodi. Lodi, New Jersey. Now, do you know what I don't the, know that for sure, but I'm going to say it with confidence and just assume it's Lodi. I now, want it to be know, Lodi. Do you know what's located in Lodi, New Jersey? Mm, no. The fictional Bada Bing room. Oh. From The Sopranos. Yeah, the Bada Bing. The Bada Bing. So the, the New Jersey Strip Club, the actual New Jersey Strip Club, which is in Lodi, New Jersey, that was the real-life stand-in for the Bada Bing the on Bada HBO Bing. Sopranos, has been hit by burglars. Now, the real name of the Bada Bing is called Satin Dolls. Satin Dolls. That's a weird name for us. Well, club. you know. Well, I guess it kind of works. We have so many that... Yeah. Yeah. There's probably a Satin Dolls somewhere in Portland. Yeah, I think it would work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Satin Dolls uh, was robbed by two armed men the day before Christmas. Now police are saying that someone broke into the club again earlier this past Friday morning. So people are just really wanting to get into the Bada Bing. Yeah, it's the Bada Bing. Stop saying it like the that. The Bada Bing. Eh. What's with you and your impressions? First you're doing like a really terrible Australian one, and now you're trying to do like a gangster one? No, because Sopranos is one of the the best shows ever. Oh, stop it. So the would-be thieves uh, smashed the the club's glass front door and pried open the office door to get to the safe. They were unable to get to the safe, so they didn't take anything. So uh, the the earlier one, the day before Christmas, cost the club about $30,000. Wow. Yeah. So that's a really Sounds like an inside job. It's a really profitable strip club, isn't it? Well, I, mean, I guess I don't know. I'm going to guess there's a there's a few other things going on there. A few you other things so? in the back. Don't worry about it. <gasps> you know what? It. That's probably the notoriety of being on yeah, Sopranos. No, they I would get away with so much shit. New Jersey. I assume every place is a brothel. You just assume that. So what you're saying, Greg Nibbler, today is no that offense Satin to anybody from New Jersey, New but Jersey. I'm going to assume. A strip club named Satin Dolls that's modeled at, or that the Bada Bing was modeled modeled after. I can't speak. (laughs) I'm going to start that over again. 
<laughs> you're not snapping. No, <laughs> you're not snapping this away. I'm going to assume that the Satin Dolls, which is a strip club that the Bada Bing was modeled after, wow, that probably was good. You got it out. Probably has a little bit more action in the a little back. bit of a seedy underbelly. A little more action in the back. Is that close? Am I, am I close to a Sopranos accent? No. Forget not. about it. Forget about it. I think I'm doing a pretty good job. You're embarrassing yourself. I think I'm doing a pretty good job. You're embarrassing yourself. Today I'm mastering quite a few different accents. I think I'm, I think I'm getting it down. Okay, well, let's get them all out before Alex gets in here. Uh, so, of course, the Bada Bing was freq- uh, seen frequently on The Sopranos, which ran from 1999 to 2007. And from New Jersey to New Jersey, my final story, another New Jersey story. A New Jersey man has been busted. Which, this story confuses me on a couple levels, so I'm going to get this first sentence out, and then we're going to discuss it. Okay. A New Jersey man has been busted for allegedly stealing $1,000 worth of breast pumps from a Burlington coat factory. There are a lot of questions that come up with that. Okay, one, I did not know Burlington Coat Factory sold breast pumps. That was my biggest question. I was under the impression that Burlington Coat Factory sold coats. And I think, like, maybe, like, suits. Well, it's in the name. You would and they sell like the suits name. and dresses and I stuff. Go pick up a couple breast pumps from Burlington Coat Factory. Well, he stole not just a couple. He stole a thousand dollars worth of breast wow. pumps. Wow! Yeah, so he was really out to get him. Okay. So this is Joseph Gallucci. <laughs> okay, now now you're making me sound like I have a fantastic accent. Mm-mm. How are you supposed to say Gallucci? Gallucci. Yeah, exactly. So you can't say it Gallucci. You have to go Gallucci. Gallucci. Joseph Gallucci was uh, charged with shoplifting last week after a surveillance video captured um, captured him stealing $1,000 worth of breast pumps, and then they posted it onto social media. So he was uh, identified by police with the public's help after the surveillance video was released showing Gallucci entering the store, then filling his shopping cart with breast pumps and exiting the store. Now tips consequently poured in. What was he to going his- to do with all of them? I don't know. Is there a black market for that kind of stuff? You know, Is but that a big, I, how much are how much do breast pumps? Cost? Let me tell you this. Uh, of course, our friend Nathan Brandon, local comedian here in town. Uh, I was actually he posted something the uh, other day. How are day. you tying this into breast? I'm pumps? totally tying this in. So his wife is pregnant. She's going to yeah. be having a baby any time now, and he was complaining about breast pump shopping because he's like, "What the fuck? I didn't realize that breast pumps were so damn expensive." So I don't huh. know how expensive they are, but I've just seen referenced recently. How so expensive if someone were to fall are. off the truck, they'd be a Maybe pretty hot ticket item. Off the truck a little. I don't think he wants a breast pump to fall off. Okay, you cannot do that. You're you're ruining what I had going there. Well, this guy was very disliked because they said they received hundreds of tips on who it was. I don't think Joseph Gallucci had very many friends. At Um, the Burlington Coat Factory, which is still the bizarre part of it. That is the bizarre part. Dang! All right, Carrie in the chat says uh, breast pumps can be $100 to $250. Pick up some diapers from Men's Warehouse. You know, that's that's about the same thing. Uh, Okay, all right. Wow, I didn't realize they were that expensive. Uh, so he was arrested, and Gallucci is now being held on $20,000 bail. Oh, Burlington Coat Factory does not mess around. So there you have it. Everybody learned something today. You can, in fact, buy breast pumps at the Burlington Coat Factory. In New Jersey. The Bada Bings of Brothel. Doggy beds can be comfortable inside of a lavatory to sleep on. And there is butt facials. There's such a thing that exists. There you go, my friends. That is your world of crazy. Wow. All right. Well, now that we have that all out of the way. Have that squared away? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Forget about it. Stop it, Greg. It's pretty good. I'm, I'm honing it in. I'm no. honing it in. Maybe I should do the entire interview when we go for a late night action with that accent. 
I really don't think they'd appreciate that. Yeah. They wouldn't Plus, we're trying to the... sell ourselves. We're not oh, going to, yeah. we're going to, you know, have anybody impressed with us if you're doing your shitty accents. What? The... Oh, I take offense to that. Forget about it. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's let's take a break and get uh, Alex in here. So Alex Falcone going to be joining us here in just a minute. Late night action. That is what we're going to be doing on Saturday night, and he's going to be here in just a minute. I I I'll I'll, I'll think about. Not Why don't doing we can accents. ask Alex if he thinks that you should do your accents? <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, God, that would be so embarrassing, though, for you, because he, maybe he's going to set you up and he's like, hey, Greg, why don't you do some of your accents? And then you're just up there. Oh, no, wait a minute. No, I, then, I have to, then I have to, like, prepare. And then you'd be like, forgive Forget about, about it. it. And everyone would be silent. Oh, that'd be awkward. That would be so awkward. No, I don't know if I want to do that. I don't know if I want to be the impression I mean, guy because now. you know how awkward it is. I'm not saying all impressions. Like, Jay Farrow did amazing impressions, but I'm saying, like, we've had impressionists in here before that when it kind of swing and a miss, it's the most awkward thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they're professionals. And they're, yeah, imagine you trying. Rockadale Don G. Okay. All right. I'll think about it. All right. We'll take a break. We'll be back here in just a minute with Alex Falcone on Fun Employment Radio. Welcome. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Yes, indeed. We're just going for it. Well, now, see, now I don't feel like I'm classy because I wasn't prepared. I, know. I feel well, like I'm going to mess it up again. You totally will. I probably will. I know Alex is regretting this as every second goes every by. Every second. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's making notes, I think, probably mentally at least, mm-hmm. of what uh, what he's disappointed with already. <laughs> All right. Welcoming now to Fun Employment Radio, ladies and gentlemen, Alex Falcone. Hey, why are you guys so hard on yourselves? I don't know. I guess I'm feeling a little dumpy this week. Oh, no. <laughs> You're not dumpy. Oh, thanks, honey. You, you can handle Mississippi Studios. It's not a, I mean, it's the coolest place, but it's not the classiest place. It's pretty cool. It's very cool. You have to be hip, but you don't have to be classy. Well, see, we were talking about this before. Sarah, you know, has done... All kinds of different broadcasting, but live stage stuff, yeah. she tends to like freeze up. I don't freeze up. I just I, stop it. <laughs> I don't freeze up. I just get very nervous. And so I've decided 2015 is the year where I'm just going to stop giving a fuck and just decide to just go with it. I I mean, I, this this is probably not as interesting to everybody else, but for you guys, like, there's going to be two of you. There's going to be me. There's going to be Bree Pruitt, who's the best improviser in the city. Mm. Like, you're there is going to be so much good stuff happening. Like, I am if, so excited. All you have, if you just, like, have a good time, it can't go bad. Okay. Awesome. We did our last just, show. I'm knocking on wood now that you just said that. Okay. <laughs> we, our last show we did in December at the Art Museum, that was a classy show. So that would have been difficult. I was reading about that. So what what exactly was the story behind that? Why did you decide to move it over to the Art Museum? Well, so we had a we had a we had a month where we didn't have a date uh, at our normal space at Mississippi Studios, and so we were like, where would be a re- like the craziest place that we could do a show? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, like like the Rose Bowl, the Moda Center, <laughs> you know, there's a few. And then we got down to the Portland Art Museum, and they were, they for some reason took our call. And uh, they were like the nicest. I, I, it blew my mind. I don't. Uh, I don't know if you guys see, see this. We did a video. They let my staff pretend I saw to be that. tour guides. Yeah. Like they just. They were like, yeah, young people in our <laughs> museum. Please, great. <laughs> I think they're secretly sucking the life out of us to put into the old people. Is the way that that works. makes sense. I think they just needed our youth around, but they were so great to us. And then it was a really weird show because we were in a very classy establishment. <laughs> yeah, did it make you a little nervous? Yep. Oh yeah. yeah. What was the clientele like? Like, was it your regular crowd, or did like it was like, like our was regular it, like, crowd? High end art, art, like a connoisseur. There was showing definitely up, a or? mix. It was like our regular yeah. crowd, and then like their regular crowd, and then but our regular crowd is used to being in Mississippi Studios, which is tiny and has a lot of booze. Right. And this was a dry show because it's in their fancy space and they don't have a, a bar in it, and so it's like. 
reasonable hour. No one was drunk. They were like sitting <laughs> in this very fancy theater, and the vi- it was a very strange. I mean, it was great, but it was a weird vibe for our yeah. show. We're used to a little more rock and roll, and yeah. that one was very chamber orchestra. <laughs> so, is this something you're going to do with the shows? So are you going to like do them primarily at Mississippi Studios, but then kind of travel them around a little bit? Yeah, that one was so much work that uh, <laughs> we'll probably do a couple, you know, road shows, uh, road games, a year away games. But like, we're going to stick mostly to Mississippi. It's just so much work to pick it up and move it. But there's a couple of other places that I want to do it around town. You know, uh, I was trying to think of fun places. I like before you have to go through security. Would something like at the airport? What would you do something like that? Why would someone go to the airport <laughs> to not and then not leave? Like they would just stay at the airport. Um, you could no go there and me. I've made some of the. I've met some of the neatest people at airport bars. Do you mean you want us to be like the guy with the pan flute playing in the sea concourse? <laughs> sure. Everybody's just ignoring. Like, hey guys, how's it going? Um, so maybe you can get one of the airlines as a potential sponsor, and you could like go next to them and like. Where are you heading out today? <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. Excuse me. You could be, they could be like, like a man that. on the street. I like this guy's going to Cleveland. Oh. <laughs> Cleveland. What's there? <laughs> or we could just be like, we could have a very short version where you like, you tell us you're in a hurry, you come in, you watch a five minute show, and then you can get out <laughs> flight, like the fast food. Because see, people are really starving. You know, to yeah. get some entertainment. It's out a there. boring place. I I'd like to do you know a show at the at like OMSI. I'd like to do a show at the zoo. Oh, I'd yeah. like to do a show at a PSU or at the uh, at PNCA, like one of the art schools. Like I have a lot of oh yeah, a lot of ambitions for that kind of thing. But it's uh, it's so much better when it's at a bar. It really. <laughs> I don't know if that says something about the quality of the show, but it's. It's better if people are drinking. It really does help. Well, for like anybody it. who doesn't know what late night action is, like what, what's a quick explanation for them? Or not even quick. Just give us yeah, a, or, yeah. a lengthy, whichever you uh, prefer. Well, I'm going to do a quick one. I mean, I could do an hour-long version, but it would be talking very slowly to fill that time. It's just, it's The Tonight Show. We just ripped off The Tonight Show, and it's just, if that, if it was like, or, or Conan, like if Conan was in Mississippi Studios and was obsessed with Portland, that's what it is. Okay. So it's that classic format. We open with a, a monologue, but it's like, it's topical jokes, but it's like Portland news. It's regional stuff you know conan's never gonna tell a joke about the cat in the mattress going on craigslist we've got <laughs> that covered uh you know that's that's our I'm bread so and happy butter that cat was safe good for camo we're glad camo's back i think camo was trying to escape i think camo was bummed <laughs> i think he planned that for years <laughs> finally i'm free he was trying to tunnel out and it didn't work so we went with the mattress idea i <laughs> And frankly, if you buy a mattress on Craigslist and it comes with a free cat in it, that is by far the best case scenario for Seriously. a Craigslist purchase. <laughs> and yeah, who's buying a used mattress on Craigslist? That's that's something I'm not going to oh, trust. Oh, you little, you're kind of not thinking this might be the whole truth. Uh, no, I'm saying I'm thinking I wouldn't trust a mattress that I buy off a of Craigslist. Well, your old roommate actually rented a mattress in bed. That's from true. Sorry, rented? Oh, wow, oh, that's a whole other story. Sh- he had a shitty roommate who... Just it was a Craigslist him. roommate, a guy I found on Craigslist. <laughs> oh. And, yeah, I know. So you wouldn't trust Shocking. a mattress be you live yeah, with someone? Yeah, I lived with them. I know. This is what I'm saying. I learned my lesson. <laughs> okay. I learned my lesson. So this guy, he... Um, there's a there's a billion stories about him, but right after he moved out, which thankfully he moved out on his own before I had to like go through the process of kicking him out. Right. The very next day, rent a center showed up at my front door, <laughs> and my other roommate was there, and he's like, "Yeah, we're here to uh, collect the mattress. Uh, he's past due for, we'll say Peter." was past due on his on his payment uh-huh. he had taken the mattress apparently he'd been renting everything took it wasn't paying the bill and they came to like repo it this sounds like he like then jumped on a steamship and drove away right? and was uh, like i don't ah, know flim flam i've got you now and <laughs> seriously yeah the sunshine. that's pretty much what it was yeah i don't i don't know what all he was doing yeah. yeah so that's what we do so we talk about local news we do that we have s- local celebrities like yourselves oh. and uh we have erica moen this time around do you guys know her <gasps> no but we've been uh well i know her now because i've been looking You've her been up. googling her. yeah yeah 
yeah. so she she's a comic book artist who does uh, reviews of sex toys. She's responsible for Ojoy Sex Toys, her comic, and it's the cutest, most positive. Uh, I mean, it's really wonderful. It's very body positive, gender positive. It's got a like, and it's reviews of sex toys, and it's just like open and, and frank discussions of sex, but in these really cute cartoons. Oh, that's And uh, she just has a book book that just came out by the same name, OJ Sex Toy, and so she's going to come talk to us about her work. She is also a little shy with uh, live performances, so you guys will have that in common. All right, good. <laughs> she's a web comic now, is artist. Now, something, now do we get to meet, like, uh, is there like a backspace Oh, area? there's a green room. Yeah, there's a celebrities only green room. Oh. You'll like it. So we're not allowed back there? <laughs> <laughs> You're celebrities. So you three, and then of course... Cool Nuts is going to be at this show. And I was talking about Cool Nuts being on there. I mean, I've known Greg Cool Nuts for his. years. Yeah. yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah. He's, I think it's awesome. He's the guy. He's yeah. The, he's the Portland rapper that everybody yep. knows. Every time the cops shut down a rap show, it's Cool Nuts <laughs> cool on, show, on yeah. that. Seriously. Uh, so it's going to be so cool. I'm so excited to meet him and have him do the show. It's going to be super weird. So is he just in uh, just a musical he's performance? A musical. So, yeah, just but you're going to interview him as well? I'm going to talk to him a little bit. We do like two songs, like a classic format. We're just doing the format. Yeah. Uh, I've had people come up after the show that's like, yeah, this is a really great format for a show how did you come up with it <laughs> well uh watching tv sometime in the last 50 years we thought <laughs> what if we just did that uh so yeah so he's gonna come on he's gonna he's gonna do a song we'll talk to him for a little while he's gonna do another song it's gonna be it's gonna be really excellent oh that's cool and that's saturday at seven it's kind of early that's all, well i mean it's gonna be dark by then so it it's is nighttime. and it's and it's we like to say it's late on the east coast so mm. that's our see there you yeah. go that's that's great. That's good. So you can get tickets at latenightaction.com. That's I'm correct. looking at this. It, it's such like a you have such a nicely laid out website. You do mm-hmm. make us look like celebrities. January 10th at 7 p.m. Greg Nibbler and Sarah Still and Kate and Caitlin Weirhauser. Caitlin Weirhauser. Yeah, she's a, a great stand-up comic. She's our, so we have a local comedian every time in mm-hmm. the comedy slot and then uh, and she is she's one of the co-hosts of Les Stand-Up, yep. uh, which is a super yeah, cool saw local stand-up show. Um also very positive. This is going to be, you guys are going to be in the middle of a, of a very sex and body positive day of, cool. of comedy. It's going to be really, awesome. really interesting. Hey, I like, that's why we do our show, because yeah. we, we maintain our positivity. You just want people to know that you're pro all kinds of different bodies. Hell yeah. yeah now, are we going to be asked about bodies? Is that what? I don't think you will, but if you want to. <laughs> I mean, uh, every, one of, uh, every time Erica interviews someone for a comic, she ends with, what's your favorite sex toy? So be ready to answer that just in case. Ah. Oh, a, boy. Don't do it now. Don't spoil okay. it. People well, have to come I'm to the thinking. show. It's been a, okay, I, I'm, I'm going to have to think this over. It's been a while since I've uh, procured a sex toy. Okay. Well, that could be but a maybe topic I'm gonna have right. to. Maybe I shall have to do that this yeah, week. Yeah, you have some homework. <laughs> it's going to be a tough week for you, but Thanks I think you'll persevere. Homework. I appreciate it. <laughs> what toy did Sarah buy? Find out this Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, if, if you weren't embarrassed about doing live appearances before. That's actually make, that makes me less nervous, quite really? honestly. Yeah. That you have to research the sex toy and be ready to talk about it? Didn't yeah, you judge a penis contest one time or something? I did. I judged uh, Puppetry of the Penis, oh. which was a lot of fun. I mean, sometimes it was kind of sad because people came with. So it was an open to the public skills. contest? Mm-hmm. It was open oh. to the public. You have to be pretty confident. Like, it was at the Aladdin. Penis it, was, contest? it was years ago. <laughs> like, it was like I'm, an open mic for penises, totally. If you told me it was an open mic just for puppetry, I would never go. But <laughs> right. as soon as it's, it's dicks, I'm more interested. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It was... Fascinating, I have to My say. My friends have always guys... said that it's pretty flexible, but... <laughs> <laughs> Were they doing tricks, or yeah, was it just... Yeah, they do, they do okay. tricks, because they have to... Like, each person will come out, and they would try to make... There were a lot of turtles... <laughs> okay. A lot sure. of people making turtles. A lot of like, hey, it's my wristwatch. You know, like that kind of sure, stuff. Yeah. There was, sure. there was yeah. lacking Classics, creativity. Some helicopter. Of them were good. Yeah, the helicopter. Yeah. yeah, there was totally that. Uh, yeah, but, but that was a confident one too. You have to have some. You have, to have, some, have, length. have some girth. Yeah, and yeah. some length. Cat yeah. brain. Did that one ever happen? What? what? Okay, this. Maybe that was. Maybe that was just something from Corvass. So there was this guy that I knew oh, from God. Newport. Wait, you're talking about. 
Okay. Penis things that are specific was, to Corvallis. It's <laughs> just one of those regional <laughs> trends in penis puppetry. See, look how Portland you well, <laughs> Oregon it is. <laughs> yeah, see, there we go. So there's this guy. I, I had a roommate from Newport, and he had all of his uh, Newport fisher buddies that would always come over and sure. hang out in Corvallis when I was going to school down there. And there's this one guy, like, you never ask him. He would just do it. So I had no choice but to see this over and over. Or you could close you'd your have eyes. A, well, no, you'd away. have a party and he would try to no, trick everybody. He, his goal was to trick someone to look at his penis during the night. Like, I mean, he was sure. a constant sexual harassment <laughs> yeah. Yeah, lawsuit waiting. And he would always do the, what time is it? Yeah, I'd ask some girl, hey, you know what time it is? <laughs> and there uh, it is out. But then he would walk around and he would ask people, was like, do you know, you ever, you ever seen what a cat brain looks like? <laughs> and then he would pull out his balls and squeeze them and they say, that's, that's, that's a cat brain. Gross. It's, it's gross. That's but at, least I, at least I can see what he's saying now. Yeah. You yeah. Can find, you can, yeah I mean, you can see, I guess there'd be similarities. I, I don't know. There exactly, is always no. the guy that wants to show off his penis and balls. And he most was that of the time, guy. it's not one that you want to see. Yeah. I don't know how that, like, is that, I mean, obviously how traumatic guy, childhood. How does that come about? What's the origin story of that guy? When does I'm, he first unzip his pants and yeah, help other yeah. start doing it? I yeah. don't know. And he I never gets positive feedback. Like that's, No, nobody it, ever wants, everybody's always upset. Like, oh! But they're not upset that, as they should be. Like, if, if I were mm-hmm. to just at some party now, because I'm not that guy, if someone's just mm-hmm. like, that's right. your penis, it would be like, the end, not invited back. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I would never be at a party again. How does this guy get away with that? That's a good Alice, question. Well, I think it's also the, the personality that you have, too. If you just randomly whipped out your penis at a party, <laughs> it oh, would it be... Would, it, everything I, I do just, is gravitas, so it would seem very important. <laughs> and then you can, you can yeah, write a like, long explanation as to why you did it. And it would be like, like the, a sober guy at the party pulls out his penis. It's also very different. Than that is a, that's oh. a whole different level right there. Yeah. Yeah, because this guy was not sober when he No, of course it. not. And no. if I did it, people would be like, this guy, he, like with a straight face, just not yeah. not as a joke, just like this guy mm. really needs... It's going to be unpleasant. <laughs> will you just expose it? This I don't, yeah, it's very... Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable, like uh, being in a T-shirt around people. I don't. This seems. Yeah. Uh, uh. No. What do you yeah. wear? What do you do? You wear like a suit and tie. I, of course, I wear a suit and tie. Okay. It's a it's a talk show. Should we dress up? I want to wear a dress. You can wear a dress. It okay. is. You're on a raised stage on a couch, so there are some uh, dress concerns. Oh, I There's always wear safety leggings. Issues. Okay, great. Yeah. Just a thing we've had. <laughs> but to I. <laughs> that's in our. It's in our welcome packet. Uh, it's happened, uh, for, especially people who aren't used to being. I mean, you're not supposed to wear pants, right? Because you're radio personality, so people assume you're not wearing. So you should both wear We're like totally fancy pants. tops, fancy tops, and then and just, then just shorts, and then Porky Piggot. Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> just just all right. straight bottom naked. Do, do the full on. Well, you, little did you know, Alex. Greg is the naked guy. <laughs> I was talking thing. about. You guys that know friend. what a cat brain looks like. <laughs> It's been him. My friend time. loves to do this. Hey guys, want to see? I mean, yeah, name? it was totally gross. Nobody wanted to see that. <laughs> he was just feeling you out a little bit. <laughs> Greg, that's disgusting. No, I've never been penis guy. I can't uh, be good, that guy. Yeah, good. It's just not me. I mean, bottom naked is a very disturbing image too. It so really I, that is. would be. Yeah. There's a lot of ways you could make like just nude is much more pleasant than yeah. like just shirt bottom, and naked. I know bottom naked's totally gross. Yeah. Like um during the naked bike ride, you see a lot of bottom naked people. Yeah, that's where they're wearing like a cold. tank top and then yeah, but I mean that would be less of a concern than everything else going on down there in a bike seat and yeah. I would never do that just for chafing and safety concerns. Like I mean if if I were to and safety concerns. Safety, well, no, because I would <laughs> fall or I'd like stop short and ride up onto the bike. Like it just there's too much danger there. Alex, I can you never ever do, do the naked bike ride. Yeah, I'd do it. Yeah, totally naked. Yeah. If you're not naked, it seems like it's just a bike ride. Right, and then it's just why exercise. Go on? Mm-hmm. And I'm not super into that, but I do it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, my wife is not the kind of person to be into that, so it would have to be like, it would be a weird conversation, but I'd do it. <laughs> I, I like shenanigans. I don't know. I like debauchery. Yeah. Well, and especially if you're like a late night 
show, you know, show host, you have to well, do stuff like that. Well, this is a concern actually. Now I'm famous, so like if somebody would take a picture of my my junk while I'm biking, my cat brain, it then would they'll be sell very it to uh-huh. TMZ. Exactly. Yeah. Right. This is, the the paparazzi is following. Late me. night action host Alex Falco <laughs> caught in naked bike ride. <laughs> we saw his dong. <laughs> I am. I am. I'm a, like. 10% not kidding about that. I am a little bit concerned that somebody would see me and be like, oh, I recognize you from stage. Oh, and, and now they... you're naked. I don't know. That oh. feels weird to me. <laughs> That's true. I could see that being Not like an actual concern. scandal, but people would be... I mean, I'm, a, I'm embarrassed when like the person at Safeway recognizes me because I'm like, oh, am I representing myself well enough at the Safeway right now? <gasps> oh, mm. yeah, I know. It's like, oh, is am I buying, buying something shameful? Yeah, is it on <laughs> brand yeah, right they're now? They're judging everything that you're buying. Yeah, yeah. that's what I feel like. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. You guys, I'm sure you guys get this, but I'm like so not famous that like one time it happens that I'm just not prepared for and then I freak out a little bit. I'm always so excited it's, when it's it happens because it just—it's random and it's not—it's infrequent. But then when it does, it's always like when I'm when I've just finished running or when yeah, I've exactly. Just that's disgusting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or I'm buying like a box of macaroni and cheese. Like, oh, and like, oh so that's that's what you or do. Like Twelve boxes of macaroni and cheese. <laughs> Sometimes one isn't enough. <laughs> that's easy mac for me though. I'm, do you guys get like voice recognized? Like someone doesn't see you, but they hear you talk, and they just like their ears perk up like a fox. Like what's going on? That's happened, and then they're usually like, "Oh wow, you're not." as short as I thought you were which mm. is good because they <laughs> really? I think That's everybody assumed say? I think people actually think I am a dwarf like just they, by the way that we do. talk on the show like they huh. think I'm like three foot six mm. huh. no so, people think you're a lot so smaller than you are so yeah so it's great so it's like oh I'm I'm a giant yeah. person <laughs> you know, look at me that is the opposite of most people's problem that's a good yeah. problem yeah it's a, it's a good problem I guess oh so yeah, you, you actually you build, get taller in their mind you build low expectations and then you can exceed those really easy <laughs> does like the microphone remove 10 pounds how does that why do people <laughs> think you're know. so small well because we, we joke about it on the show and then he is very small I mean I'm short I'm short yeah there's no doubt I'm short he's on the small side for sure yeah I'm still a man, Sarah, though. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> we'll call you a little man. I don't know what time it is. All right, so, but, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's, that's good. It's I think good the thing. neatest thing is meeting someone and then they haven't seen what you look like or like they're seeing you talk to them for the first time and mm-hmm. they're just freaked out that your voice is coming out of your face. Yeah. 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 When they're that's just true. like, that's I weird. Like that. they, because they don't associate it because, you know, they're just listening and then they see it come. Coming out of you. Yeah. That sounds weird. Yeah. But it I is. see it come out of you. Yeah, that's weird. When you <laughs> I know, because they like, have to look away. They're like, I can't see that this is weird. It's like yeah. your voice, but it's coming out of a face. I'm like, sorry. I have, uh, I do this podcast, you guys, uh, and I, when I've had podcast people come to shows, they are the cutest fans. They are so nice, and they're so nerdy and scared, and that makes it very easy for me. Oh, it's tell us about like, your podcast again. Oh, uh, that was a great segue. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, no problem. Why podcast, Alex? What I didn't, do you I mean? didn't actually mean that to, to be a, a promo. I've got too oh, many things it. in the world we're to plug. Just, uh, I, do, I do this podcast where people pay me to read bad books or watch bad movies called Read It and Weep. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> and it's we've been around for a stupid long time, uh, like, like five and a half years now, which is a long time on the internet. Mm. And... Uh, yeah, and so, but people have been around for a long time, and they, like it's like with you guys, like they listen a long time, and they mm-hmm. feel like we're close. And so, when they get to that moment, they're like, "Oh my god, it's actually happening!" <laughs> uh, and then, like I said, I'm so not famous most of the time that in that moment, it's like, "Oh, this this would be it's weird. Awesome. If this just happened all the time." But it's so right? nice that you care. Yeah, I did a show in New Orleans for a festival, and I had a couple ladies drive from Mississippi. It was like four and a half hours to watch me do like ten minutes of stand up. Wow! Uh, and they were super nice, and they sat right in the front, and they didn't laugh at anybody else. Uh, <laughs> 
uh, and then when I came, they laughed at everything that I said. It was really sweet and also very uncomfortable. Part of the moment. And it that makes it seem like, like you just put ringers in the crowd. Yeah, it was a little bit like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. It was a touch. They were. They were your ringers from Mississippi. They were just like, why is this person still talking? It's not Alex yet. It's really lovely. <laughs> wow, that's pretty special. Yeah, it's special. It happens very infrequently, but when it does, it really means something. It really, and that's why we tell people like if, if we ever see anyone out and like you know we've never met them or anything, like always say hi. I don't yeah. care. Oh yeah, it's yeah. never an inconvenience ever. I look like shit. I don't care. Like come and say it hello. It is awesome. Yeah, there's a part probably where the, the switch flips and you're like Eminem, where you can't go to the bathroom without any, people standing by the door like there's a part where stop saying hi to us but like i think i'll cross that bridge when i get to exactly. it yeah. Yeah. exactly we're so i'll have to cry in the bridge. millions of dollars that come with that kind of fame so <laughs> that's what i always figure yeah it's like more money more interesting problems right that's the- yeah yeah, if that's your worst problem. Yeah, I think I can. When you were that. saying stalking Eminem outside of a bathroom, I do remember the time when I waited outside of a bathroom for Alanis Morissette because I really wanted to meet her. And I was, oh, it was, was it at the radio station. Yeah, okay. But it's oh. at the radio station, so you're yeah. already in, yeah. kind of, but. But I didn't even end up talking to her because I really did have to, I, I did have to use the restroom, but then I saw Lannis Morissette going and there were a few of them, so I'm like, maybe I'll just wait on some of this one. <laughs> and then I saw her. I didn't even say anything, so was, she was just like, oh, hi. I'm like, hello. And I went into the bathroom, like, okay, that was. And then that was it? You didn't, like, actually. What am Do I anything? You just to, stood there like, What am hello? I supposed to say? Jagged little pill totally shaped my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> I love the hidden song. <laughs> no, I Yeah, didn't, that would have gone well. I, I kind of stalked Ice Cube when he was at the studio. He was at the radio <sighs> station. I mean, I could. I was like, I was Ice Cube. I had to yeah. go say something to Ice Cube. But then what I felt really say? awkward. What's the thing you say? I didn't really say anything. It's just like, hi. well, once I, once I saw him, you know, I wanted to say like, I used to listen to Predator when I was a kid and it was mm-hmm. one of my favorite albums. You know, same kind of thing. But then I was just like, hi, Ice Cube, can I get a picture with you? <laughs> So, so he's like, sure. And we took this picture, and I, I look, I could not look whiter. I'm just like sitting there, like with a big smile, and Ice Cube's doing his doing his Ice Cube face, and he had his arm around me. He was really sweaty too, by the way. Yeah. Ice Cube was very oh, sweaty. real sweaty, yeah. real sweaty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what that that's what that ice is for. It's cooling I guess down. so. I guess hot. so. He was really nice, but yeah, it is one of the cheesiest pictures I've ever taken. I've always had. I don't know. I'm impressed when people can just like be dorky and ask to take a picture with people. I'm not like I'm, I get I would get so embarrassed by mm. that. Yeah, I I try to think of it like I'll wait till I'm super famous and then mm-hmm. we'll just hang out. And, yeah. and then to, we'll be best friends forever. Yeah, yeah. We don't, then, I don't have to ask for a photo. The picture will happen naturally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People, like, people will take a picture of us hanging out together and it'll be on TMZ. That's what I like. I'll wait and then I'll copy it and it'll be mine. So, is that but, your goal? Do you think is fame your ultimate goal? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I want to do the shows in New Orleans and have 20 people drive to see me. That's all. From Mississippi. Yeah, from, well, they all from Mississippi. From, they could be from uh, New Orleans. That'd make okay. it even shorter drive, <laughs> you know, for safety. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just want to, I, all I want to do is do shows where people are not. Like drunk and there for someone else. I mm-hmm. just that's the only thing I want to do. There's nothing it's just wrong with the that. most fun thing. Yeah, you know, comedy is right. So I just want to be able to not worry about selling tickets. I want to not worry about if anybody's going to be like there. I don't. I don't want to do a show where people thought they were having a pleasant dinner and didn't know comedy was happening. Mm-hmm. I just want to be <laughs> into the place where people are there to see me do comedy, so I can just talk. Like when I saw Mark Marin here. Did you guys do have Marin on? Mm-hmm. Did you talk to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he did the show at Helium here, he likes talks for like twenty minutes, and then he like kind of like stops and he's like, "So what do you guys want to talk about?" And someone says, "How's Boomer doing?" Which is the name of one of his cats, mm-hmm. right? Uh, if you listen to his show, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But. The, People knew his cats, like they right? asked b- yeah. about his cats by name. So then you can just talk about his life. You can just like talk about his life, yeah, yeah. Like like you guys get to do with the show. Like he mm-hmm. can just tell stories and talk about what's going on. And he's still a brilliant comedian and still doing it like comedy. But it was like it's so different from a hostile crowd that mm-hmm. you start with. So I just want like people to know my cats' names. <laughs> I don't have any cats. I want to get cats. I was going to ask your cats. It's a two part <laughs> stage. It's two stage process. I want to get a cat. I'll now, buy, do you want fame buy a bunch cat of cat or cat before fame. 
I'm just buying every first. mattress I can find on Craigslist <laughs> and hoping for a free see, cat. Now somebody's going to bring a cat to the uh, to the show for you. Yeah, you, t- you don't have to want cats. Cats are everywhere. They're free. You don't need cats. <laughs> are you guys going to go to the new cat cafe when that opens? <gasps> oh, heck yeah. My friend Kristen's actually the one that's opening that. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. I, I'm excited for that. Oh, Purrington's? Purrington's, yeah. Purrington's. Mm-hmm. So what is it? what's the premise behind it? They have um, you go you and it's a cafe or? and you hang out with cats and you can adopt them. Well, and you do have to pay. You do to have to pay. Hang out with the cat. There's like a cafe portion, but like for so food, a cover? health laws. Yeah, there's there's a cover for the cat portion. <laughs> there's a cat cover. There's it's a, a cat cover to pet stray cats. Like yep. I don't understand. Not strays. Not strays. Okay, they're not strays. Not the, I mean, I don't know. I don't. They're understand adorable. The yeah. they're all God's creatures. All right, they're, but yeah, you just go hang out with cats because you can't. Because maybe you live in an apartment where you're not allowed to have cats without getting an emotional support animal letter from a doctor with okay. a ponytail who was willing to lie to you. Right. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so you just go do that. You hang out with cats. I just, I, I like it because I like someone charging us to hang out with cats because if you just go into a neighborhood, there are just cats. Cats will walk up to you. You'll get a free cat. A cat will touch your leg. They're just cats in the they're, city. They're all they're over the place. Yeah. They're free. Uh, so I like somebody, but like they clean them up. They do it the classy version. They charge okay. a cover. That's what Cats Cafe is. I'm okay. looking at this today at Purrington's. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Purrington's the cat cafe. They are getting their... They're cats today for processing. Today. <laughs> what, five process, taking delivery of some cats? It's <laughs> five like hours from backing up ago. Cats and- <laughs> throughout our first little clan of superstars arrives a, a cat today for processing. We're like expected parents waiting to meet our new babies, even though they'll be up for adoption. Photos to follow soon. Wow. I'm excited about it. Look out. You're timely. I know. Look at that. <laughs> five hours ago. <laughs> this five is what hours I do. ago. Topical like news. Or something. Yeah. Topical jokes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's what I did. I, I mentioned them in my Mercury column this week as one of the things I like. Was mostly complaining, but I mentioned the cat cafe positive. It's my one of my. <gasps> that was and positive you know what? Because that was the first thing I saw. I saw somebody post it on my friend Kristen's page. Like, hey, check out the. Oh really? Come back. Yeah, oh, that's she how heard I about saw it. it. Oh good. It was because yeah. it was like it had some jokes in it. It was still kind of uh, sarcastic. But no, it was, it was definitely was, pro cat cafe. She loved it. It was oh, good. great. Good. No, because that's the first I saw. It. I'm like, oh wait, that's Alex's article. Yeah. So people can still read that online, correct? Yeah. Today's like I think she, tomorrow is the new uh, edition of the Mercury comes out. So that's the last day. That you can that I'm on the newsstand at the front of the paper, but You're the cover it'll story. be on yeah it'll be on the, the web forever, uh, which is nice. I don't get to be on the cover very often, so it's really fun That's for me. Exciting. And I'm sad that it's going to go away tomorrow. Well, but. it's a good way to start the new year. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, I, this is my my second year in a row where I was allowed to write 27 things or whatever that I'm are not invited back in the new year, and it's just my list of jokes from last like just complaint jokes. But uh, <laughs> the thing that I got the most you asked before we started if I had gotten uh, some bad feedback on it. The yeah. only thing that has brought like the Twitter armies down on me is the Regal roller coaster. Oh yeah, you're I, wrong on that. See, this is it's, <laughs> what, I, people. The popcorn with the like the Regal yeah. roller coaster. No, I'm with you. That's annoying as hell. It's the stupidest thing. Yeah. And, oh, I love it. And I mentioned it. I did a little. And the uh, popcorns. It's too big. People actually are such diehard fans of that. They're they kind of black about it. It's the only thing it I got reminds me of Space to. Mountain in Disneyland, except for with popcorn. It's more. I mean, why is the it's popcorn filler that wastes time? No, the whole purpose of it is to tell you to throw your garbage away in the garbage can. It's a huge waste of time. Or it's and it says like throw your garbage in the proper receptacles like it doesn't even tell yeah. you where they are just find like you should only have to tell me that if it's like improper if you like telling me like throw your garbage away in the improper receptacles like there's a post office box out front we want you to Alex, use we don't live in a smart society people have to be they told to turn coaster? off their cell phones it's and do all, and, all kinds and, of other and stuff refreshments the available in the lobby we don't know that that's where the refreshments live in a movie theater <laughs> maybe oh. they move the times are changing refreshments available in the bathroom i wouldn't check there thanks for letting me know I, but I so I made fun of that, and I've gotten the most flack about that. People are very. They were like, apparently, it went away for a few years, and then 
then it came back, and people were so excited. I had no Die idea Hard people fans. were that, that attached to it. Yeah. Huh. And then there's, always, there's a couple people who are the worst people who just put up their hands like they're on a, in the theater. Oh, I've never seen awful. those people. Oh, they're the worst people. Seriously? That's the worst. That's the worst. That's like a dad joke. Like, dads can do it, but like when uh, like normal people do it, it's like, <laughs> come on, guys. You're yeah. not a dad yet. That should be instant. That got, I, also, I also didn't like uh, Mason Jars, and I got a few criticisms about that. People are in the city support See, their mason jars. I don't understand why people get their panties in such a twist about that stuff. Like, if you if you don't like something, somebody writes, like, drink out of your mason jar. You don't have to write and say that you disagree <laughs> with somebody else. Just drink happily out of your mason jar. Well, what I think and happens let Alex, is, like... Uh, let everyone have their opinion. I think what happens is I have, like, I get to have loud, stupid opinions. That's mm-hmm. what I do for a living. And so people are, like, feel like I should respond with a loud, stupid opinion. I don't... I mean, it's... We're going to have a loud, stupid dialogue, and then everyone gets to keep their jobs. It's a good deal for me. I don't that's mind. That's true. It doesn't bother me. That's true, I guess, yeah. It's just funny to me that, that of all the things that I said, like, that's the one that people, like, focused they're in that on. That worked up. Yeah. Like, like, their self-identity is so tied into a mason jar. Yeah, yeah. Mason jars and the regal roller coaster. How dare you? <laughs> that's what the city cares about. <laughs> I meant, you know, we talked about homeless in that article. Like, there's a lot of things. <laughs> right? yeah. that, some, some serious issues. That's the only one they care about. Oh, wow. Uh, I don't mind mason jars existing, like, if you're canning pears all winter. Like right? that's yeah. or all summer to pickle for you. something. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need a jar, but just don't. It's a terrible. I wish cup. I had pre-prepared and brought like a mason jar to like give him water out of. <laughs> I was at a, I was at a bar the other day that gave me coffee in a mason jar with like a handle, a glass handle welded to it. That wasn't like like they had to buy that. They were at a cup store, and instead of getting a cup, they bought a jar to be. A, it's not a good cup. There were cu- it, like if you had mason jars and you're drinking out of them because you're responsible, whatever. But it's like flat top that thread around the top so it's bad to drink out of it's a bad mouthfeel and they welded it's a, a handle it's a bad mouthfeel it's terrible you know, I think it's, it's terrible for coffee I don't think coffee should be in a no, mason jar no it shouldn't jar. anyway because it lets all the heat out it's not a good insulator no I think like for a cooler drink maybe but get a cup they make cups <laughs> just buy cups don't they're not you know why the, you know why a mason jar is not called a mason cup because it's not a cup <laughs> just buy cups Sarah, that's all I want. All right, if Alex. If you take one thing away damn it. in 2015, it's just buy cups. <laughs> and that is a lesson from Alex Falcone for Loud everybody. Voice your opinions to opinions. Alex on Twitter. And <laughs> at Alex underscore Falcone. And then you could see I am Alex appalled. this weekend. This weekend. This yes, Saturday. At 7. The 10th at 7 p.m. All right. So tickets, best way to get it, latenightaction.com? Latenightaction.com. All right. Yeah. And Go there. Get the tickets. And we're going to find out more about you guys. We're going to talk about your... your uh, your dick-wielding past and uh, uh, your time with I Elias think I've already Morissette. explained everything about that. Yeah. Well, I don't know if there's any I more. I have some new things to, more to tell. To it. <laughs> there's so much. <laughs> Greg, tell weird. us about cat brains. <laughs> oh, God. No, no. No, Alex. Please, no. <laughs> we got a lot of good stuff to talk about. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> LateNightAction.com. Get your tickets right there. And you can follow Alex at, what was your Twitter handle again? Alex underscore Falcon. Send me all your complaints and your pro roller coaster <laughs> propaganda and all of your mason jar bullshit. <laughs> and if you see him out and about, don't say anything but then post on Twitter about what he's buying and judge it. <laughs> <laughs> you can still say hi. I like, I say hi. You can say hi to him. He'd like that. I would like that. <laughs> uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. That was fun. My face hurts. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. You guys are awesome. And yeah, hopefully we'll see everybody on uh, Saturday. So Hopefully I won't freeze up. Thanks for scaring me. (laughs) You'll be great. (laughs) Remember to wear leggings and keep my legs crossed. Yeah. I'll remember that. And I'll wear no pants. Don't even joke about that. That's just creepy.
Well, that's what the instruction was. It was really not the instruction. Will or will I not wear pants? Come Saturday to find out. Yeah, tickets $10 in advance. Come find out. (laughs) 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 Is the possibility of seeing Craig's dong maybe? (laughs) That's not going to sell many tickets. I'll be honest. It's 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 probably not going to work. Uh, My phone's buzzing. I think we just got some refund requests. (laughs) 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 All right. You guys are awesome, and we will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, guys. Listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.